This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's podcast time. We love this time. It's the fun time of day. Well, all the time is really fun here until you get to, well, 24 hours a day. It's fun here. Uh, down in Bradley Beach, it's a blast, especially in the summer. Now it's fall, a little bit chilly, but Al Duke still loves it, and he loves his dog. What's up, oh, Al? A little chilly, Jerry, and uh, j- uh, the crowd is thinned out. This is the time, but I will tell you, this morning was the first time I went out there, and uh, it's going. It's uh, the temperature's dropping quickly. Quickly. The, di- the day before, you asked me, and I said, "Oh, it's in the 60s." Today was 57 degrees. When I went outside this morning for the hmm. walk, it's getting chilly. It's getting chilly. I see the. Um, there's one day I saw in the long range forecast. Yeah. That I saw the high temperature was 61. Oh. And so that means you're going to be in the 40s probably right. at night. And that's I have heard be... that. Now let me ask you this: on the weekend, do you get up at 3 a.m. with her as well? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So that's going to suck. Yeah, she does not know uh, Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. Unfortunately. That sucks, man. It does suck. Kind of yeah. sucks. Jerry, I have a great story to kick off the podcast for you today. This story comes not from Florida, not a Florida man, but this could have easily been a Florida man story. It comes to us from Ontario, Canada. Okay. Cops there in Ontario, Canada are looking into a strange case of a man or woman who broke into a house while the people were sleeping in the middle of the night and pooped in their dishwasher. Why? That's all they did. They did not steal anything. They did not break anything. They defecated on the open dishwasher door before leaving the residence. What is the relationship? We do not know. The public is, uh, they're, they're looking for information from the public. Uh, right now, they do not have any uh, knowledge as to who this could be, why this would be. To break into someone's house somewhere between 1 a.m. and 8 a.m., and poop in their refrigerator, in their um, dishwasher, and then leave. Yeah, that's uh, that's messed up. Strange. Uh, you think? I mean, well, most of these stories we talk about are strange. This Ever is strange with Canada, odd? though. Yeah. Well, do you not think there are weird people in Canada? I do think there are some weird people in Canada. They're everywhere. You got weirdos in Bradley Beach. The defecation stories are always the weirdest ones to me because... These are the weirdest ones? Yeah, the defecation was because somebody has to, first of all, the timing has to be right. Like, if you go to the doctors and they say, hey, we need you to give a urine sample, you probably come up with some urine if you sit there a little while. But if if you were at the doctor's office and they go, we're going to need a poop sample, you'd be like, "I, I, I might not poop all day today. I'm not saying this doesn't happen. Yeah. What doctor do you go to that asks you on the spot for a poop sample? I've never had it, but I wonder if that's a thing. That's why they can't ask you for it because no one would be able to produce one. I think that's one of those things you have to do at home and bring in. In a box? 
No, Alan, your hand. <laughs> that would get sloppy, Jerry. I can't bring this in my hand. <laughs> you think? <laughs> That's gross. But yet we can we can give urine almost yes. any time. Yes. Now, I, I've told you there have been a couple of times where it took me a while, you know, even though I drank two bottles of water before I went and I still sat there right. like, come on, let's go. I want to go home. But, um, but yeah, within a half hour, you can, sure. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like if you're going to the doctor's office and and you don't know if you're going to be asked for a urine sample and you get there and you really have to pee, you're like, huh, do I pee before I go into the waiting room and wait around or do I hold it in case they need a urine sample? Well, I would at that point ask the nice people behind the desk. Hi, am I going to need to deliver a urine sample because I've got I've some, got to goes. <laughs> I got some right here. <laughs> Listen, they're used to it. This is what they deal with every day. Yeah, urine. Urine. Yes. Fecal samples. Oh, all right. We do. You do drop off fecal samples at the vet. We've discussed this, where you just show sure. up and... In a brown bag. Here's a bag of poop. In Enjoy. A yeah. That's got to be the low man on the totem pole at the uh, vet Not necessarily. Office, right? No, I don't think so, because if they don't know what the hell they're looking for in the microscope... Yeah. I, no, actually, I hope that's not the case. Now, the person that goes out and gets it, maybe. Yeah, the intake. The intake person's got to yeah, be low man on the totem pole. That could be, but I don't want to find out the receptionist was the one looking through the microscope. Right. That would be a problem. Uh, yes, I'm calling about my dog. Did everything check out? Yeah, the receptionist said everything was great. <laughs> that would not, no, no, no. That would not be good. <laughs> she went to business school. She's good. She said she didn't recognize anything under the microscope. Nothing looked odd. Nothing looked strange. Everything looks good. Come back in a couple weeks. <laughs> Here's a story out of Manchester, England, Jerry. A man who was concerned about social distancing. He takes the public bus there in Manchester, England. He didn't want anyone sitting next to him. So what he did was he brought his big snake. That's not a euphemism for a schween, an actual snake that he wrapped around his neck. No one's sitting next to him. And no one sat next to him, Jerry. It's a great idea. Is that allowed? Is that an emotional support snake? Uh, that's a good question. Like, did anyone question him when he got on the bus? I would think Where the bus are you going with the snake? Like, uh, excuse me, sir. No. Uh, uh, yeah, they saw this man go on there. I saw a photo of him. He looks very relaxed with the sneak around his neck. Though to me, that seems like, you know. What I didn't think this, you get to that point. What if the snake chokes him? Chokes him out. Like The first time you do that, you got to be yeah. terribly nervous, no? Right. The first time you get your snake and you go like, I'm going to put it around my neck because eventually I want to take this on the bus with me. And think about the trust you're putting into a reptile that at yeah. any moment could snap and eat you. Yeah, I still don't trust 100% when I go to kiss my dog's head that she's not going to bite my face. For sure. Yeah, it's still, at the end of the day, an animal. It's still an animal. Yeah, I, I totally know what you're saying. And a it, snake is not even an animal. It's a reptile. It's a reptile. It's like bringing a, uh, a alligator on the bus. And a big snake could eat you. I, right Now, what ha- what happens in that oh, case? Yeah. They can eat you, and you're just like still alive in their body. Yeah, I think they're like hoping that the acids in the snake oh. stomach breaks down and destroys your skin oh how do the snakes poop that out though or does the acid break down because they have they they go find a dishwasher when they break into someone's house (laughs) and they just relieve themselves there (laughs) because we've seen stories about like you said those big boa constrictors eating not only let's let them even say they eat a human but they eat like a deer sure where do the bones go? i don't know i i honestly have no idea i've never i've never been interested to find out Although I wonder that, like, some like when uh, we had a dog growing up, and the dog grabbed a, my mother was preparing chicken for dinner, and the dog grabbed a raw chicken wing, yeah, 
and swallowed it whole. Wow. And we never it never got pooped out as a whole chicken bone. Do you tell me the dog broke down a bone? That's That's right. what I'm wondering. Hmm. Do stomach acid in dogs Maybe. break down bones? I have no idea. And boa constrictors. I really don't know the answer. Where's Eddie? I mean, he's gone. He's gone. He's taking a break. A yeah. well-deserved break. Yes. No, he was in that studio for four and a half straight hours. Yeah. Very well-deserved. Um, Halloween coming up, although I don't think a lot of people are going to be celebrating it because of coronavirus. i got to be honest with you. I don't know about that. Oh, really? You think people want to get out and go door do. to door? Isn't that against all rules? No, it's not. So Cuomo said it's allowed in New That's York. That's weird. And I believe in New Jersey it's allowed. And I'm in a new place now, so i got to wonder... Like in my old places where I lived, I knew. Like in my apartment, I just came Why from. Why did you I, go stop by your old apartment, grab one of those signs? <laughs> the signs that you hang on your door that says "not interested." Yes, hmm. and then you can make photocopies for your new place. You're on the board, <laughs> right? Let's Ooh. go. Let's make things happen. Ooh, how about that, Jerry? I go to the board. I say, "Listen, this was a great idea we had at our apartment complex." I give you a sign if you want. The sign really. It was good because the, the signs weren't negative. It wasn't that I'm not interested. You hung a sign if you were interested. Right. Like, I have candy and I would love to see some trick-or-treaters. Wow, that sounded really creepy. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. From what you've been able to... I know you hide in your condo unless you go out yes, for dinner. I do. Have you been able to take notice of the surroundings? Do you have kids in your condo complex? No, no, I do not. So then is it open to where kids are going to be coming and knocking on your door? No. Probably not. No. So you don't really need anything. I don't You're think right. you have to worry about it. Jerry, I'll be honest with you. I, I may be the youngest person in this condo complex. Really? <laughs> no kidding. For real? <laughs> not for real. It's one of those situations where I feel like I'm younger than everybody, but I guarantee I'm not. Okay. But I mean, it's not like an older place. I mean, It's not an older place, but it's, it's, I've not seen a young uh, a young. I haven't seen young couples in here. So if you were not available, you don't see any attractive single women living there? No, it's all... I believe everyone is coupled up here, yeah. Except you. Except me. <laughs> well, Gina does come over I often. Know. And it looks like you're coupled up, so she, you're good. She needs to see her whimsy girl. There you go. So she shows up here. Anyway, one of the Halloween costumes that's going to be a hot one this year, Jerry, is... Andy sex- Reid? <laughs> a hundred percent in yes. Kansas City. Yes. That will be a huge costume. Yep. But overall, sexy Tiger King Halloween costumes. Now, what so is you, that? Well, women make every costume sexy. So Tiger King was popular on Netflix, and they've made now sexy Tiger King. Well, they make which, him look like Carol Baskin? Well, if Carol Baskin was a hot, sexy woman. Okay. I got to tell you, that Tiger King, I was so into it when it was out, and then I lost complete interest. Like yeah, uh it's over. The ID channel was doing a special on uh, a behind the scenes on the, the Tiger King. Oh, I did they no really? Way. Yeah, and I was like, I have no interest in this. Yeah, because it, it was it had a short shelf life, very short, over. but it was a but a big one. Yes, because that was popular in Europe too. Like, people, is that right? Yeah, people were watching it everywhere, so it was a big deal. But that having been said, it was literally three months and out. Would you say four it months? Was, it was like Jeremy Lin. It was so uh, cool. You know what? That is a great comparison. And then just lost such quick steam. That's actually a tremendous comparison. Thank you. Not bad. I compare everything that phases out, fizzles out quickly to Jeremy Lin. It was King Sanity. Yeah. Hmm. I remember when we we got like, you guys are going to get, you know, we were on MSG Network at the time. 
you guys are going to get a phoner with Jeremy Lin, the only one he's doing. And it was so secretive. I had 19 different people call me going, Jeremy Lin's going to call in from this number. Call Jeremy Lin at this number to check in on it. It was like I was dealing with like a really big superstar. Didn't he? Well, he was at the time. Didn't he come in? No. He we didn't? did not have him in, no. I know Carmelo came in. Carmelo was in, yes. We did not have him in. Interesting. I just say, we've had a lot of people in over the years, over the 13 years. Yes. Some that I've completely forgotten about. And the pictures come up on my timeline. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'll give you a perfect example of one. Like, and Bob Dwyer. T- Bob Dwyer does not ask to take photos. Yes. Uh, many of us, most of us don't. But, a, but Bob loves the uh, former NBA players. Yep. And rappers. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I didn't know that. So uh, I went through. I was going through pictures the other day, and I, a, a picture came up of Bob Dwyer with Fifty Cent. Do you I, remember I him in no, studio? I, I do not. I don't. But me I'm neither. Like, now you should remember more than me because you're in the control room. A lot of yeah. times for me during those segments, I knew I there was no use for me that hour. Yeah. So I'd either disappear, go get something to eat, or just not care. Like they'd come in, and I just whatever. I just I'm, I'm working. So I would think for you a little worse, yeah. but I'm with you from the standpoint of I still have that picture book you made, yeah. And I, I we do go through it once in a while. I'm like, damn, he was in, right? No recollection of a, a lot, lot of, them. of people. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. Whatever happened to those strange. days? Where are the big time guests? Well, we're in coronavirus right now. Jerry. No, I trust me, I'm aware. Um, no one's allowed anywhere. Because normally the fall is when we would get cool people to come in to promote their shows. Yeah, like yeah. fall was just the time when everybody did stuff. Football season. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, we missed out on that. We missed out on that. Another one, we another a quick one with uh, a Bob Dwyer photo. Bob Dwyer with Steph Curry. Oh yeah, uh, that's in the book. I, oh right, right, right. That one did make the book. That one's in the book. Yeah, and that was cool because my little guy saw that picture and could not believe Steph Curry was here. <laughs> I'm like, wow, look at that! He picked out Steph Curry and Shaq. He knew. It's pretty good, and Paul Blart, of course. I um, remember when uh, Steph Curry was. When they offered Steph Curry to me, and I was so out of it, at you know, with, and I don't think Steph Curry was huge yet, right? Huge. I was like, "Are you guys interested in Steph Curry?" Like I had to ask. For yeah, that one. well, yeah, because because he was up and coming at the time. He was right. Yes, and he was good, but it wasn't the magic hadn't happened yet. Right. But it turned out to be a good get. Speaking of the pictures, is it possible for you mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. when we were at headline headliner? Headliner. Yes. When we were at Headliner, I think it was two years ago, me, you, Eddie, Boomer, and Vicky took a picture. Yes. Could you send that to me? I, I can. Like fr- I have one uh, of the former show staff mm-hmm. that I that I really like. I have it framed. I'm, I'm hanging it in the basement next week or this weekend. I'd like that one, too. All right. If possible. If you can find Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I can find it. You texted it to me that day. The problem is I have a new phone, and yeah. it's gone. I can so. definitely get that to you, Jerry. All right, I appreciate it. You think it was from last year? Headliner? It was the first year we went there with G, so okay. eighteen, I would say. Eighteen. Yeah, All right, I'll go right back. I'm this, I got to sure. tell you, this Google Photos is pretty it's awesome. unreal, isn't it? Yeah, I know it's really great. My now, my wife, as you know, she's an iPhone person. Yeah. Um, but everything goes. She does. She has Google Photos too because she sees it. Just it's tremendous. I like on Google Photos. Sometimes you could just like type in like basketball. Yeah. And all the it picks up all the basketball shots. Yeah, I don't know how it does that. I, who, I you know what, Jerry? How do it do it? I don't know. I That's don't my know. question. How do it do it? I don't have an answer for you. There's us from camp. I'm moving up. Uh, I'll be right. I'll be right there, Jerry, and I will send it to you. Until then, why don't you say we roll the what I call the warm up show? Let's do that. 
Uh, it was here on uh, WFAN and earlier today. And tomorrow you'll today. do it with CeeLo. I'm out tomorrow. Oh, right. All right, and I'll tomorrow see you Friday. Tomorrow I'll do it with CeeLo, and we'll do it for a big Friday kickoff, Jerry. That'll be exciting. Always love that. All right, dude. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. See you. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests, no calls, and no real content. Well, that's not true. We have a lot of topics this morning. It's a Wednesday morning. They call it hump day. I join you from the friendly confines of the Boomer and Geo studio here at WFAN and from his home condo in Bradley Beach. His name is Albert Jack Dukes. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Now, you'll do this first hour in the studio, and then once 6 o'clock comes and Boomer comes in, you go into the other studio. Is well, that how this works? it's not the full hour. I'm not allowed in here when Boomer gets in here. So when we take that break right around, say, 5.52, I go in the other studio. Oh, okay. So you get most of the show here. Yeah, and I feel like a visitor. i got to be honest when I go in the other studio. Right. It's like, I'm right, here, but belong. I'm not here. A tree falls in a forest, but no one's there to see it. Does anybody know that the tree fell? Jerry, mm. did you see this video yesterday that went around? It was a two talk show, sports talk show hosts from Houston, Texas, uh, doing a show, and they got into a fight on the air. I did and, not. Uh, they were they were calling each other the biatch and all that stuff. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, it was good. What? <laughs> I'll have to send you the video. It's going hey, listen, around. Uh, I told you to drop dead once. I mean, <laughs> yes. Well, this was much better because what happened was the one dude told the other guy, he was like, "Oh yeah, like." They were fighting about sports, which was even funnier. Uh, what he wanted like, to know, like, what teams a potential trade could even work out with. That he, that, the, that his partner didn't think through what he was saying about trade somebody. So I guess the guy starts doing the research while the show's going on. And the one guy gets upset because he's, quote, unquote, checked out during the segment. Right. The guy's like, well, I'm doing what you want me to do. You wanted me to research these teams. And they got into it. And the one guy was calling him a... Uh, a bitch and all this stuff. It was crazy. That's tremendous. And then the one guy walked off. I know you say it's funny, you know, it's sports <laughs> and all, but you do realize, like, that's what we do. Yeah. I mean, Mike and the Mad Dog, the, the best parts of their shows at times were when they would get heated over sports topics. Tremendous <laughs> stuff. Really was. I yeah, mean, the one, that, that's it, man. That's that's good quality sports talk right there. The one dude walked off, and uh, Gio told me that one of the guys, the guy who... Uh, one of the partners was a fan, a WFAN fantasy phenom finalist. Really? And Doing he's now show working in Houston. Houston. Although wow. I did hear that he was paying for time, like guys that buy, that buy time. In then, Houston? In Houston, yeah. You can buy time in a big market like that? That's what uh, is alleged. I don't know how wow. it works, but it was just fun. It was fun to watch. I'm, I'll retweet it uh, during the commercial break here because it's just fun to... Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to retweet it. I already it found much, it. I mean, much later on because I don't want people watching that instead of this, Jerry. This is quality stuff. That came up in two seconds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, i tell you another Classic. thing that comes up. Classic. Houston sports radio hosts fight on Radio Row. <laughs> oh, yeah. That happened. Uh, Two uh, years ago. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's a hotbed down there, Jerry. This uh, Houston market, I guess. What is going on? <laughs> what is up? <laughs> hey, how about the Islanders one last yes, night, they, And Jerry. I'm telling you right now, I'm leading with the Islanders. Six. I'm not leading you with are. the Yankees or the Mets. I'm leading with the Islanders at 630. Like when you do your update, you're leading that, with Islanders yes. sound, a double overtime win. Yes. I don't want anybody complaining Two, that we're one. talking hockey. Shut up. It's the right. conference finals. Shut your face. And it's a double overtime win. They stay alive local team we're leading with the islanders did matt martin do anything cool in this game um i'm not sure You'll by find cool wolf. do you mean a goal no a goal An assist a no punch somebody in the did face he kill somebody or fight somebody i don't know that we're not sure about i'm not sure i that to be, be honest cool. with you uh, i passed out last night 
Yeah, two, how about I only saw double highlights. double overtime? So how many? That's five periods, right, Jerry? Yeah. Only three goals total, and the one goal had to come at the very end of the. Well, it came in the middle uh, of the, the second overtime. Middle of the second overtime. Yeah. So they played four and a half periods. So what's it now? Three games to two. Three two. Three games to two. When do we get the next game? Tomorrow. I hope I don't put you on the spot. Or tomorrow we get uh, tomorrow night the next game. All yeah. right. The Yankees, Jerry, they scored 20 runs. I would lead with them. They've got 20 runs. I'm not leading with them. <laughs> I just said I'm not leading with them. No thanks. Luke Voigt. You know Luke two Voigt home has runs. 18 home runs? Yeah, what's going on? Is he leading the uh, baseball He league? is. He's on pace, if it was 162 to games, hit. to hit about 55 home runs. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. And he looks like he limps, has a somewhat of a limp when well, he limps when he hits because he's his home been, run trot. So here's where you know Luke Voigt's a man. Luke he, Voigt, I man. think, has been playing banged up all season long. Yeah, and he's still smacking home runs. He's like a Kirk Gibson where he hits the home run and can barely get around the bases. But this is the difference to me, and this is the conversation I had with Gio a couple of weeks ago, or maybe three weeks ago, whatever it was. I, I've always said, if this was 30, 40 years ago and the guys weren't making the money they're making now, would they push through and just keep playing rather than, I might have tweaked some. Oh, take him out. Take him out. He's out for three weeks. You know, you're you're protecting guys like Judge and Stanton. Stanton makes a boatload of money. And Judge yeah. will, and he's the star. Luke Voigt, who has become, I mean, he's becoming a star here, but he doesn't make the money. And I don't think anybody's expecting him to make $30 million a year anytime soon because you've got Judge and Stanton. It's kind of like, keep pushing, kid. And he's out there busting his butt. Yeah. It's different. Oh, yeah. The Yankees got a lot of runs with the second, third, fourth inning, this sort of thing. They scored seven runs. i got to remember here. Seven did, now, runs. Now, did you see any of this? you see the right fielder for the Blue Jays? What happened to him? Did he not play? <laughs> I'll take that as a no. So, <laughs> Did he so, not show up? No, uh, Not really. So... <laughs> It's Tawan Walker's pitching, and I think I did see a lot of this. I think it was – there might have been one out already in the inning. A lazy fly ball hit to right. He just dropped it. <laughs> like, literally just dropped the ball. Yeah. And I think it was Clint Frazier that hit it because Frazier should have been on second base had he been running. He wasn't. So he goes to first. Was he admiring or he thought he was out? He thought he was out. And, and I understand why. It was a fly ball. Fine. Fair enough. But – if we're going to kill guys like Robinson Cano for not busting it down the line for a routine ground ball, then we should be killing Clint Frazier for not busting it on a routine fly ball. Would you and, not agree? And he, I would agree, and he's normally a hustler. Yes, but it goes to my point. Most of these guys don't run out routine fly balls and ground balls. Right. So he's only on first base. Lucky for him, uh, I don't know if it was the next batter or the batter after. Now, this was not a lazy fly ball, but still a major league outfielder should catch it. He's running to his right. And he basically short arms the ball, flat out misses it, and then crashes into the wall. Lupus. Lupus. God, does that booger now, eating spaz make me want to puke? Now Lupus at, was out there. Now, at this point, I believe Frazier was on second base, probably should have scored on the play, and he basically just gets the third. But the I forget the guy's name. I think it was Derek Fisher, not the former, not the former basketball no player Derek he can't Fisher. Field out no, there. no, no. I knew you were going to say that. I think his name is Derek Fisher. He was in right field, and he and it opened the floodgates because there's three outs, and instead the Yankees go on and score seven runs in the inning. They score. Mr. Buttermaker, I don't know about you, but I want to win, so don't send me in. Listen, Lupus, you didn't come into this life just to sit around on a dugout bench, did you? Or get your ass out there and do the best you can. <laughs> well, Fisher didn't do so good last night.
Fisher yeah. Lupus out there in right field. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love a big blowout in baseball. Like I love just home run, like void two home runs, Hicks, Sanchez, Frazier, DJ, all home runs. There's a lot of I offense. I love it. There's a lot of offense. No, that was like the twenty nine runs last week, remember? Yes. My favorite swing though is uh Aaron Hicks. Okay. Well that's beautiful. I mean that's, I love when yes. he cranks a home run. He homered two last night. Yeah. The uh, the I was gonna say the Bucks. The Brewers scored eighteen runs last night. The Brewers did. I would have loved to see them play the Yankees. It would have been a 20-18 game. It might have been. been awesome. It might have been. Let's see. How many home runs do you think we're hitting that game? 18 runs? Yeah. I'm going to say five home runs. All right. So Ryan Braun hit one. Christian Yelich hit one. All let's the see. stars. So let's, let's see. One and one. That's two, right? Ben Oglevy and Gorman Thomas went back-to-back and a belly-to-belly. Uh, it might as well. There's one guy here I never heard of. He hit a home run. Uh, and uh, Vogelbach. Vogelbach, he's good. Yes, whoever that is. He's terrific. How about that? That's pretty good. How about that? That's a lot, a lot of runs. And a former Yankee, Didi Gregorius, hit a home run to beat the Smack the Mets down 4-1 last night. Didi Gregorius. How about this? The Brewers have a kid on their team, Keston Hiura. He's their second baseman. Now, he's only batting 220. So he hasn't had a great season based on the average. All right. He's got 12 home runs and 30 RBIs. Yeah. Listen, Al, Jerry, when, I've never heard of him. When he gets up, he's a home run kind of guy. All he wants to do is hit the long ball. All he wants to do to is win, win, there. win. Let's see. You think he's a big strikeout guy? Yeah, definitely big strikeout. I guy. think he might be. Let's see. Oh, he well, not really. Yeah, sixty-six used, strikeouts in forty-seven games. I used to love those Brewers teams in the uh, early '80s. Ben Ogilvy, Gorman Thomas, Cecil Cooper. Yeah, I hear you. Were you a you were a big Robin Yount fan? Robin Yount, Paul Molitor. <laughs> That's right. It is funny that the two most popular ones <laughs> you didn't mention before you mentioned right the two <laughs> Hall of Famer and, <laughs> Gorman funny. Thomas that's pretty funny Sal Bando I know the I know those you know them from the teams. baseball cards though baseball cards and when I used to play wiffle ball with my friend Rob I was always the Mets he was always the Brewers so I oh. knew I knew the lineup I understand Ted Simmons behind home plate look at you I knew them all Jerry it is amazing Al Sports 1980s. Spot oh, on. Mid eighties baseball. Now I knew it Al all. works at a sports radio station and doesn't know a damn thing about anything. <laughs> if you would have told me in the early eighties I would have a job where I could talk about the Brewers, I'd be like, "Yeah, sign you me up." Might have been fired up. And fired we could have been up, fighting. Jay. We could have been fighting about Brewers stuff, like those Houston guys. Yes, you like Braun. I like Yelich. Let's go for it. And the one dude was like, so he was like generic Houston talk show host. He was wearing a Houston Oilers t-shirt and a Houston Oilers hat. So that was the Joe B of Houston. (laughs) Yeah, Houston Oilers. Like he's like, I'm old school. I'm Houston Oilers. And who was the other? What was the other guy portraying? Uh, he was kind of just nerdy looking. So Evan. So they have Joe and Evan yeah. in Houston. Because <laughs> the the one guy who was wearing the Houston Oilers t shirt and hat, he had like tattoos on his arms. He looked like he could have, he could have beat that guy down. Tattoos do that for you, don't they? It, tattoos make you me seem feel like they like intimidate you. You know how to fight. If you've got a tattoo, you're ready to have a fist fight. See, I feel like that if the tattoos on the face. Oh, then it's a no brainer. I feel like everybody has tattoos on their yeah. arms now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know you got the parrot on your left arm. Uh, that would be um, awesome. A go Bucks <laughs> during this time. <laughs> go Bucks. How about uh, Giancarlo Stanton comes back? Well, no, no, this is great. So Giancarlo Stanton comes back. If yeah. I would have told you before the game, because I, I, told I you? contemplated going to my little handy BetMGM site and betting Stanton did a home run in his return. All right. If I would have told you before the game, Stanton's going to be back 
the Yankees are going to score 20 runs, and he's going to go 0 for 4, what would you have right. said? I, I would have thought impossible. I would have thought nobody would go 0 for Unbelievable. in a 20-run game. Pretty funny. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter asking me, when do you think he'll be injured again? And um, do we start Do we start a pool, or is that not nice? Well, nice. I, I don't think it's nice at this point. Here's why. There's only how many games left? Not many. Let's not just lot. hope for his sake he can get through it. Because I thought, maybe it was Paul O'Neill last night on the, on the telecast said, at some point, as bad as this has been, he's missed 30-plus games or something like that. And people are killing him. Go finish strong and have a big postseason, and all will be forgotten. Ooh. And he's yeah, right. He, he missed 32 games. So how about yesterday? How about we start anew? All right, you ready for this, Al? Yes. And this goes for all of you miserable biatches out there, and there's a lot of us, right? How about we go glass half full and let's have positivity? And if you're a Yankee fan, let's think that he is back better than ever and here to stay. Until so what it was, so we're going to bet on him uh, being a positive we, influence. I, yes, I say we bet on him not getting hurt for the rest of the season. That's so true what Paul O'Neill said. Like, you could suck all year, right? Yeah. You could be making millions and millions and doing nothing. He needs one big swing in the playoffs. Yes. And we'll love him. A-Rod had a magical 2009 postseason. I don't know if he was on steroids or not. Probably, based on his history. But here's what we know. He carried them to a World Series in 2009. All those failures that he had in big spots prior to, not forgotten, but they're distant in your memory because of what he just did, won a World Series. That is what's great about baseball. Like football, like Tom Brady had a bad week. He's got to wait another week. Yeah. Like Stanton will just get another – be up a bat again today. He might smack three home runs. And you might even have – forgotten. And it looks like Judge will be back any day now. So all of a sudden they're getting, they're getting right, and if Stanton can find his swing, now we're back to the Yankees going 58-2. and two. Back in business, Jerry. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> we got to take a beauty is my business. Uh, Misery's mine, but so be it. Uh, Five seventeen on the fan. This portion is sponsored by Rakitina Mercedes Benz of Edison. We have a lot more to do. Ooh, we yesterday, have sponsors, Jerry. Yeah, that's right. We're I think very, we're all we're getting very popular, Ralph. I think we're getting all free Mercedes. You have a Mazda. <laughs> Here's what I know. Here's what I know. When we come back on the other side. You have a great golf story, and I know that sounds funny. Trust me, Al's got a great golf story for you that has nothing to do with golf. Aha, Mm. that's a tease. Interesting. Don't go anywhere. We return in a moment. Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. Al and Jerry. Don't worry. It's only an hour long. Now, wait a second. 5.23 on The Fan. Uh, CBS Sports Network, they should be on us. I don't know why we're not on there, but they they got bowling going on right now, Alan. Al, I don't know if you're a bowler. I'm not. But it's very interesting. Professional bowlers on CBS Sports Network Network right now are bowling with two hands. Have you ever seen that before? I've not seen that. I've seen them approach with the two hands. You know, the ball is up and the ball's in one hand with the fingers in the ball in the other hand. Right. Well, they're holding their balls with two hands, and they're throwing it. So... They hold it with two hands, and as they go back, they're both right-handed shots, if you will, I guess. I'm not even sure how you say that. And so they're guiding the ball with their left hand. They go back, both hands on the ball, and then spin it with both hands. I've never seen professional bowlers play that way. Must be a new technique, Jerry. Things uh, change in all sports over the years. uh, I do know those balls are pretty heavy. Like If you use a 15-pound ball or a 16-pound ball, or even 17, pretty heavy. When I go, I look for the 13-pound. 
Yeah, like, I, like something like a wing down the, the thing. Pretty there much. used to be a, a classic practical uh, prank phone call when you were a kid. You would you would call the bowling alley and say, do you have 16-pound balls? And then the guy would say yes. You go, how do you walk with those? <laughs> Stupid. Classic. Um, classic prank. So we teased a golf story before the break. So I will have a lot of this sound coming up during Boomer okay. and Geo, but I want to play one for you because you are a you're a hotel snob. And right. I think that's not a bad thing. Right. Um, I've become that myself. Yeah, I don't like to see little black curly hairs in the bathtub when I get there. Yes, I'm a snob. I don't want so, to see bed bugs in the beds. There's this. Uh, there's a caddy who is in the area because he's here for the U.S. Open. And I'll I, be honest with you, I'm not sure who he's caddying for. Um, but he's a caddy, and he's got a spot, and he's going to be working this weekend. And so he rented an Airbnb. The problem for the uh, the caddy... Let me get his name here. Gino Bonelli is his name. I'm Gino Bonelli. Well, he's from Idaho, so he doesn't quite sound like that. Oh. <laughs> but, I, you know, listen, if you hear the name, it makes sense, right? Um, so his Airbnb was canceled, and he was forced to go find a hotel for, I hope for his sake, just the night. Uh, as he decided to walk around the room and take in the sights, he posted a little video and explained part of what he sees in the room. I don't know what exactly took place. Maybe more bullet holes? So you can see it was recently done. It's flaking right off. And then we look down below here. I think we have some blood splatter. <laughs> Where is he staying? He's staying at a motor lodge in Mamaronek, which he calls Marmamanak. He can't pronounce it, but whatever. I'll play those later. And he goes around the room. He's finding what he believes to be bullet holes. There's blood splatter on the carpet. <laughs> Oh and in the bottom part of the wall. That's the, in New York, Mamaronek? <laughs> yes. There's, you know how most hotels have nice little Keurigs? He's yes. He's got a six-ounce Mr. Coffee that looks like it's from 1975. I just Googled <laughs> Mamaronek, New York. The first question that comes up on Google, is Mamaronek a good place to live? It says Mamaronek is in Westchester County. I think it's very gorgeous. One of the best places to live in New York. Yeah, well, this hotel, not a great place to stay. Uh, he called it a truck stop near Mamaronek, or however he pronounced it. But the clips are really funny. And then also, he got, hey, Eddie, can you play number seven for me if you can? No, eight. Give me eight. Because he does get a good night's sleep, and he explains why and how. The smell of cigarette smoke combined with urine in the corner <laughs> made me nauseous enough where I was able to pass out. <laughs> I would just sleep in my car. I would too. But here's the problem with doing that. He's from Idaho. He doesn't know where he is. All he's thinking is big, bad New York. If you sleep in your car, you'd probably be worried that you're going to get murdered because you don't know where you are. And I'm not saying he would or he wouldn't, but I could see the apprehension to do that. Now, I am one that have slept in my car a couple of times. You don't sleep great because you're worried about someone doing something. Yeah. About getting murdered. Murdered, carjacked, these sorts of things. The only time I ever slept well in my car, and it's not often, it's been a couple of times because of the dumb turnarounds that I have, and this is before Boomer got the office and the couch and all that, which has been fantastic, was I slept right outside the building with the security guard. That's the only time, and it was like three hours. It wasn't like I slept all night. It was three right. hours, and I was fine. The other few times I've tried it, can't do it. Cannot do it. You, just, you can't relax enough. No, there's no chance. No chance. So this guy got, and that's why the one night I went to that <laughs> that motel. You went I to slept. the motor lodge, the Holland Tunnel Motor Lodge. Well, we don't need to name it, but yes. Oh. And that's when I slept fully clothed on top of the bed. <laughs> oh, brutal. That's what this sounds like this guy was in. And the photos and the video he showed, 
pretty much the same thing. They actually have a decent-looking new hotel now right outside the Holland yes, Tunnel. Yes, and you can see the, the fitness center yeah. and the nice window. Yeah, it looks beautiful. I hope it's not cutting into the, uh, <laughs> you know. The other places. I don't want to say the crack hotel, but the not great <laughs> places around that area. Yeah, well, some are. Some are. Business. Listen, some places are great. Some places aren't. Jerry, we saw on uh, Sunday's uh, Patriots game that uh, Cam Newton said at the end of the game, the some of the Dolphins players were trying to grab his chain that he had around his neck. The yank in his chain. Was, which was very strange. Yeah. So I guess he posted an Instagram about that, about how they were trying to grab his chain and that he still had his chain. Well, a couple of Dolphins players responded to Cam Newton's Instagram post about them trying to steal his chain. Shaq Lawson wrote, We don't want that weak-ass chain. And Raekwon Davis added, First of all, Man, ain't nobody want your fake-ass chains. He's Cam Newton. Who the hell are they? They're guys that don't want weak-ass or fake-ass chains. They should be so lucky that they have a career that's half as good as what Cam Newton's has been. Shut up. Why really? are they trying to steal his chain? Uh, Just to knows? disrespect him? I guess. Like that a disrespectful thing? But you know what's so goofy about all this? Is these guys act all crazy and tough at times, and then the game ends, and they're hugging one another and smiling and yeah. yucking it up. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I would never wear a chain if I was a quarterback or anyone playing. I like, wouldn't either. These guys wear earrings I wouldn't chains. do any of it yep I agree what is Makai Becton wearing you think he's wearing that chain you told me about uh no I don't think he wears that during the game <laughs> weigh him down <laughs> weigh him down right it's so heavy and so thick exactly I just love when the guys comment on other like athletes commenting on other athletes Instagram posts and use things like like they probably didn't get together but one of them called it weak ass chain the other one called it fake ass chains so a lot of ass. Yeah. I wonder, too, do they do this just for the notoriety? And here's an example why. I was having this conversation uh, the other day with a friend of mine. So Jalen Ramsey was a really good cornerback in Jacksonville, and no one ever heard of him. I mean, let's be honest. We never heard of him until he started yapping. Right. Was that right or wrong? Yeah, never heard of him. As soon as he starts saying ridiculous things, and he did, wasn't he the one that was ripping different player, different quarterbacks? Yes. Right. And then with the social media and then in the in the locker room, he would shoot his mouth off. And then they're going to win that bitch and, and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. He became a household name because of his mouth. Now, great player. But before he started talking the way. We're going to win that bitch. <laughs> yeah. But before he started talking before, um, you know, publicly, the notoriety wasn't there. He was just a really good corner. I wonder if guys like this decide, you know what, let's go after Cam Newton because people are going to talk about us. Right, and then we can write, call his chains weak-ass chains on his Instagram, and then we'll really be famous. I mean, they're talking about us on the warm-up show. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, we're being discussed at 5.30 a.m. in New York City. Otherwise, we don't say anything about them, nor do we know who they are. Right. Never heard of you. That's what if I was Cam Newton, I'd write back, never heard of you, Shaq Lawson and... Raekwon well, Davis. Shaq, La- I, listen, Shaq Lawson, I've heard of. Raekwon Davis, I honestly haven't. Hmm. Now I have. So, I don't know. I, j- I wonder what the ulterior motives are sometimes. Keep your. I like when guys go, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that is a good one. <laughs> Jerry, there were multiple UFO reports oh, on really? Monday night. Did in, aliens come down from Pluto? In New Jersey. Well, Pluto's not a planet anymore. UFO so sightings in New Jersey. UFO. 
on Monday evening turned out to be the Goodyear blimp. Oh, over you're the kidding! Game. It wasn't yeah. a spaceship. It was not a spaceship. It was the Goodyear <sighs> blimp hovering over a MetLife Stadium. I will tell you though, since you mentioned that, I watched and I actually thought of you uh, last night, which is weird in and of itself. Mm. But during a commercial during the Yankee game, I went to the Science Channel. Science. I did because I saw. I forget what the name of the show was. But it was about the, uh, what is it called, Eddie, Eddie, the Hubble, right? Hubble the telescope. Hubble telescope. telescope. Yes. So it was about the maintenance they had to do on it in 1997 where they had to change the battery. And it wasn't like, you know, a Duracell. Like, this thing was a monster-ass battery. I'm going to use that now from those guys. Ass. And you sit there and you look at the footage, at Al. These guys are floating in space. Yeah. Working on something that you better hope the cord doesn't snap. They're gone forever. And did a spaceship go past And so them? my point is, we've got all this f- footage. Where are the spaceships? They're on their planets right now. They only get fly when they need to come to planet Earth on Monday Night, Fo- Monday Night Football. So how did this become a quote-unquote UFO? Like, who couldn't well, identify of, the blimp? Well, I guess people took pictures from farther away, and it looked like a UFO. And then when you get closer, it was the, legitimately the Goodyear blimp. Do you think anybody that doesn't realize what it is, that panics and freaks out thinking it's a real spaceship, you think they run to ShopRite and they stock up on canned goods and then hit the basement? You go go hide in their basement? <laughs> yes. I need to check out. I've seen a UFO over MetLife Stadium. That'll be the, that'll be the next problem with toilet paper. <laughs> right. UFOs flying over the area. <laughs> we're, we're collecting our toilet paper because we're afraid of UFO invasions. <laughs> I'm sure some people have them have that stocked up. Toilet paper? Yeah, like you have to have like a like a disaster room. I did just purchase another huge thing of toilet paper. I don't need toilet paper, but I, all I keep worrying about is a second wave, and people are going to freak out about toilet paper again. So I'm all stocked up. You know, we still have the industrial cases <laughs> that you purchased. I think we're when down. There was no real toilet paper. Yes, we're down to the final roll, which lasts like two weeks. It's, is that it's comfortable monstrous. on your buttocks? It's fine. It's fine. Is okay. it Charmin? No, but it's fine. It's also not, you know, tree bark. I like Scott tissue. This is toilet great. paper. This is great. Now we're talking about toilet paper. <laughs> Some people find it to be a little aggressive, but I don't. I grew up with it. Quick timeout. My butt's 20... used to it. Oh, that would have been good to have. Uh, Twenty-five in front of six. TV for everyone. Come on, come on. Oh, that's it. He's put him up. Put him up. Playing at all. Uh, this portion of the Super okay. Mega Rose. Six rows and one. Got rows on rows on rows. TP for everyone. Shaman Rose got rows. Super mega rows. Super mega last forever. Shaman Rose got rows. I can't believe that WAP is a hit, but this isn't on the radio. (laughs) Not quite. You know what I heard yesterday? I heard Adam Levine uh, with your boy Howard Stern. And talking about how he got her to do one of the songs with him. Uh, who to do one of the songs? Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah, gr- I think Girls Like You is the song. Very interesting. And then how he picks different girls for video. I, it was a quite interesting conversation. Mm. So you mentioned her, and that just sparked a thought. This right. portion of the warm-up show is sponsored by Open Road Mazda of Morristown. More to do after the break. Boomer in Geo at 6 on the fan. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. All right, great to have you with us on a Wednesday, 542. It is the warm-up show. We take it to 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo. Then one quick update on the bowling. I was told on Twitter 
uh, by, let's get the guy's name because he did help me out here, by, well, he didn't have his name, Free God, uh, whatever his name is. Free God. Well, God. God. G-A-W-D. Uh, he says it's normal in bowling. People do that for years on the tour. I didn't know that. So two-handed bowling, I'm in. Uh, Eddie also sent me a direct message, not Scazaria, a rando Twitter dude. He said, uh, Jerry, there's no 17-pound balls. 16 is the heaviest. See, I knew 17 would be too heavy. Right, 16 is perfect. I think we should make a 17-pound ball. I would like to do a 25-pound ball, just really <laughs> just slowly roll it down there and knock down all those pins. They have those. They're called medicine balls. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to bowl with a medicine ball. It's a much better workout. And it's also weighted differently. Yep. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Jerry, if you're, a, if you're a baseball fan, but you're not a Met fan or a Yankee fan, let's say you're a, a Milwaukee Brewers fan and they have the night off, and you could watch either Garrett Cole pitch or Jacob DeGrom tonight, who do you think the non-Met and Yankee fan is more intrigued to watch? That's a great question. Thank you. I Sports think... talk at its finest. <laughs> I would say half are going to pick DeGrom, half would pick Cole. Oh. I think it depends on what le- – here's why. I think it depends what league you play in and if you are potentially going to see them in the playoffs. All right. Then you'll say, let me take a look at this Garrett Cole. I think so. See what he's all about. I think so. But if you know, if I was a Brave fan and they were off, I'm probably watching DeGrom. Are we taking uh, – do we do a uh, combo bet here, Garrett Cole and Jacob DeGrom for the wins? I'm in. I listen. I killed it on Friday night with them. Yeah. That was a good one. That was actually really good. I thought for sure you jumped in with me. No, you know what happened? I tried to. It was a Yankee doubleheader. You had DeGrom pitching. Then you had Cole and and Tanaka Tanaka going. And we were going to take all three wins. Yeah. And not only did I take all three, I took all three and I took the minus one and a half runs on all three. When we were talking about it during the show and I went to the betting apps, they didn't have the Yankees on there yet. And then I completely forgot to. Do it later on. And then I saw, hope you bet this on Twitter. I was like, oh, damn it. Oh, That's all right. You made yes. up for it on Sunday. You're good. Yes. I think you should get rid of the five-team parlay and come up with Al's prop bets. But you got to yeah. come up with, with a cool. And I only say that for this reason. Everybody does parlays. The prop bets are fun and different. And as you showed Sunday, you can make quite a lot of money. You can. And they're, and they're fun. Here's a prop bet that I'm going to be looking for for Sunday. Uh, the Buccaneers play the Carolina Panthers. Tom Brady was uh, scolded by Bruce Arians yeah. publicly this week. I want to p- take a bet where Brady throws three TDs Sunday. So I thought you were going to say over 300 yards. No, three how ba- TDs. How about 300 yards and three TDs? That would be something. Right, like I could probably bet $10 on that and win some good cash. Yeah, I would say cash. so. I would say give me cash. I would think give so. Give me cash. I like that. You'll find that, I bet. Now, Brett Favre. Favre. Brett Favre says Bruce Arians is barking up the wrong tree to call out Tom Brady. Now, I didn't hear this. I saw the quote. I don't necessarily disagree with Favre. I guess guess what took me was that Arians week one said that. But then Favre went on to say, and I'm, I'm thinking this. I'm agreeing with Favre on this one. That those two dudes, Arians and Brady, probably have some deal where Bruce Arians is like, listen, we got a new team, but I'm going to be ripping you publicly, but between you and me, we know you're the greatest ever, but I got to do this to motivate the team, that the team sees that I'm yelling at you. So that would tell me the coaches, that would tell me that uh, Brett Favre has had that said to him. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, Brett. That's also a great way, if you want to yell at somebody publicly but don't want to really hurt their feelings, to say, I don't really mean this about you. 
It's like if the boss says, listen, I'm going to send an email that says, you, you suck. guys got to step your game up. But I don't mean you. I guess. This is for Jerry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Why me? Wanna, what did I do? I don't want to call him out publicly. So I'm going to write it to all you guys. Then he comes to all of us and says, this is really about Jerry. But uh, we're going to just put it out there that everyone needs to step your game up. Is that what that email was about last month? <laughs> Potentially. Thought it, thought it was a little odd. Potentially, Jerry. <laughs> do you believe this LSU coach, Ed Orgeron? Yeah, we'll play the clips coming up. I do believe him. I love Gio's impression of Ed Orgeron. Well, you're going to get a lot of it today. Cause like <laughs> I, I wound up with, out of a three-minute clip, I think I wound up with 12 sound bites. He says that most of his team had coronavirus. Yeah. Is that possible? I think it's statistically possible. Statistically possible? possible? Um, well, I think it's statistically possible because you're talking about college-age kids. And I don't know what type of parties they were at, but you are seeing in certain spots that you have, you know, if there's a couple of what they call super spreaders, Al. The super spreaders. That they can infect everybody at the party. Right. So would I be stunned? No, not I, I really wouldn't be. That doesn't shock me. Ed Orgeron is the coach who talks like this. Right? Yes. From Maybe LSU. I may start doing impressions. Well, that everybody wasn't loves, great. Everyone loves Gio's impressions. Why don't I start doing All right, let them? me hear your Ed Orgeron. All right. Most of my guys had coronavirus. That's I don't know what that is. Take two. Ed Orgeron. No, it's not. Doesn't even close to Ed Orgeron. What? What? No. That's pretty close. No. I do a Joe B also, ready? Yeah. Bro. That's it. <laughs> You're such an ass. I mean, you really perfected that. You say yeah, that beautifully. I'm working on it. <laughs> By the way, Mike Francesa made uh, some news yesterday. He's uh, not on the radio anymore, but uh, not I looked you thinking app. about him yesterday when I saw the yeah. tweet. You think he's happy? No. I don't either. Like, he's the type of guy I would have thought would have done this until it was over. Yeah, they deal with certain guys like uh, Howard Stern, Don Imus. They need the microphone. It's good. Well, it's, it's who they are. Right. I mean, I know, listen, I know he's a father and a husband and all that, too. I get that. But I don't know. Like, your, your being is this. Like, this is what you've become. Like, when Joe leaves, and, and Joe will leave at some point because he yeah. does want to go play golf and whatever, I think Joe will miss this terribly. Yes. And I they think won't that, miss it every day, but there are certain things like Joe will big be events. watching. Yeah, Joe will be watching a a big Jet loss or something. Be like, oh yeah, and you'll watch have the Jets win pull. the Super Bowl when Joe. Well, he's always retires. said. So Joe has always told me from the times that I worked with him back in 1999 and 2000 and oh one two three however long it was, and even back in like 95 when I was with him at JDM, our old stomping grounds, Al. Yeah, he, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Now this is going on 25 years now. He has always told me, the day I quit or the day I die, bet the Jets. Right. That's when they'll win it all. He truly believes that. And the way they played Sunday, he might not be wrong. Speaking of Joe B and the Jets, he will be calling in today at 7 o'clock, not happy that his perception is that Boomer Esiason is defending Adam Gase. Now, what I'm curious of. He is not happy. Joe in studio. Yeah. Is tremendous in these spots. I'm curious him on the phone if he will be as aggressive. I think he might even be more aggressive on the well, phone. Well, let me ask you this. When Joe was a caller prior to working at yeah, WFA, it's a long time was ago he uh, an energetic caller? Always. Oh, Joe, yes. 100%. So he might go old school and be like a caller to WFAN. One thing Joe has never lacked has been energy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Around 7 o'clock, Joe's going to call in. Okay. I, look I hope to Boomer doesn't hang up on him. I, wanna, I, wanna, I want the fight. Well, you might get the fight. 
You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes in pro wrestling when like a big fight was going to go on and then one guy would get disqualified. He'd be like, oh, come on. Just ruin it for everybody. Yeah, I want to see a slugfest. Now, was, did they hang up on Joe? I remember there was a, one of our other hosts called in and he yeah. hung up on. It wasn't Joe, was it? I don't think so. No, I don't think we hung up on Joe. I wouldn't think so either. But I feel like that's happened before. I got. I want this. Like you know, in wrestling, sometimes they make provisions with everybody. This is a no disqualification match. There's no time limit on this match. That's what I want for this. All right. So then, fine. I want. I want no hangups. Then Eddie, you have to allowed. lock him in. Don't allow the hangup. Eddie, you, you got to lock him in. Do that anymore or not anymore, yeah, you Eddie? Could, Eddie, you yeah, could lock we in. Can. Yeah. So lock him in, and this way, and Boomer this could be like a steel cage match. Then this way, Boomer can't hang up on him, or G can't hang right. up on him. The only way out is through the cage door, Jerry. See, I get the sense at some point. That G will just sit back with his hands on his head oh, yeah. and enjoy it, and then chime in as Joe. And there could be, if he was on the phone too, which would be great. I'm not sure Boomer would be able to tell the difference between two of them. So you're saying if Geo called in yes. as Joe, yes. Joe called in, yes, and they were both yelling at Boomer, we yes. wouldn't know who's really yelling at Boomer. But not to start somewhere in the middle. CBS Sports Network has to take the camera off G, yeah, and let him pick up the phone and call in, and then start. In as Joe while Joe's on the phone with Boomer. No, it was always weird with the no disqualification matches in wrestling. We're they still had a they still had a referee in there telling guys like they couldn't do certain things. Like, yeah, I didn't. I don't remember. They'd be like, "No, you can't use a closed fist to punch the guy in the face." There's no disqualification. I do what I want. Hmm. Did that ever happen to Jimmy Superfly Snooker? Oh yeah, that's happened to Snooker. <laughs> and in the steel cage match, Jerry, which I expect this Beningo versus Boomer fight to be, there's only two ways out. Through the cage door or over the top of the cage. That's the only way you get a victory. 15 seconds. Who gets the victory at seven, Boomer or Joe? Well, I think Joe's going to yell the loudest, but Boomer will make the better points. This portion of the warm-up show brought to you by Ray Katina Mercedes-Benz of Edison. That having been said, time now for an Amy Lawrence Sports Minute. Radio.com Sports Minute talking about the L.A. Clippers. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, well, here we go. It's a couple more minutes till 6 o'clock. Get you to Boomer and Geo. Al and Jerry with you. Until then, last night the Yankees just walloped the Blue Jays. Mets did lose. Islanders won in double overtime. Lots of sound from them coming up uh, at the bottom of the next hour. I am in the alternate site now. I feel like I'm Aaron George and uh, Giancarlo Stanton. I'm in the alternate site. I'm here. What else you got? I can tell a difference. Uh, you can? Joe, I can. I can uh, hear a difference. You're in an inferior studio. Uh, Joe Bacino on Twitter says, uh, you mentioned Mike Francesa making news and never told us why. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, I got into the whole <laughs> cage match between Whoops. Boomer and Joe B. Uh, Mike Francesa made some waves in the NFL yesterday by saying that Odell Beckham Jr. was on the trading block. Okay. It was quickly shot down by numerous NFL insiders. I'm sure all the Browns reporters. You people are clowns. Yeah, they're total clowns, Joe. I'm with, I mean, uh, Mike, I'm with Mike. They're clowns. They might be. They might be. I would not be surprised if he was traded. I don't stink. like I don't like this Joe Judge approach where he's being nice to Daniel Jones. The guy threw two picks, they lost, and it and then he's all nicey nicey. Like I like the Bruce Arians approach. Call him out. Let's go. Well, Step perhaps the game Daniel up. Jones had been around for longer. Maybe he would have taken that approach. We're trying to. We have to nurture. But it seems uh, like they were. He was good, but those two throws seem, were not. It seems like they were happy to take the loss. 
I don't know and about Bruce that. Bruce Arians seems I, not happy to take the loss. Well, Bruce Arians has Super Bowl expectations. The Giants yeah. don't have that, although internally they might. They're not going to say that. You know, they need to get better. And Daniel Jones played Wake well. Wake up he, and I'll, drive to work it with up. Boomer and Geo. Morning ah. 6 to 10.